tell you what. Hottest. Oh, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bros, Bibles, and Beer. It's episode 202. Zach, how's it going? Non-binary bro down. <laughs> Whatever. Andy? Pills, pills, pills. Scott, how's it going? They, they's back. And what? Jeffrey? Always at 11. Okay. Oh, I'm back. Who is God's children? Who is God's children? <laughs> Zach's like DJing right now. <laughs> old I don't know why I was bobbing my head. <laughs> who, who, who is? Who is? He pulled, yeah, you pulled one ear off of your headset. I thought you were scratching records there. Yeah, you know what? Let's just do right this. Let's do this. We don't need to do the whole thing, but real quick at the top, if I if I may, I know some people scribbled some notes, and by people, I mean Jeff. He, him, right? Jeff, he, him? Would you go? Okay. Just go. That was. That's better, Andy. Thank you. <laughs> Who did that? There was some musician, right? That did that on Twitter? Probably. I don't know. Um, Hopefully they're a country musician. We got uh, an email from a fan. In their words said, as your self-appointed number one non-binary Calvinist fan in Sacramento. And I'm willing to bet that all you listeners, that's the first time you've heard those words in that order in your life. Non-binary Calvinist fan in Sacramento. I'm here to tell you I'm in San Clemente, blah, blah, blah. He's meeting a friend. And he, he heard us talk about um, Artifacts Brewing Company, which or Brew Beer Company. I don't know which that is. But regardless, it's in San Clemente, California. He was meeting a friend to go to a concert. I don't remember the name of the band they went and saw. Jeff, do you? Doesn't matter. Andy I, no, probably would have known people in the band. That's the way Andy works. <laughs> or known somebody... Um, oh, pink. Yeah, but, uh, you know, pink. Scott wants to meet her. The color. <laughs> I just know the color. <laughs> but, uh, so we put out the, uh, the bro signal. Is that a thing? It is for this conversation. And only Jeff and I could answer the call. And uh, Jeff and I went down and we did not get murdered by a super fan. <laughs> right. But I honestly, I thought, Okay, if it's a Calvinist, like Theo bro type person, the non-binary part could be a joke. And turns out, Jeff, was was it a joke? It was not a joke. I did not know what I... I, I really didn't know what to expect. And I didn't, you know, whether it was playful or, or not. When I showed up, we started having a... Got into a conversation and just started chit-chatting. And then he mentioned... He actually mentioned non-binary. I thought, oh, he was not joking. He, he goes, I don't know if you want me to get into you know that or, and I'm like, hey, it's uh, cool. I don't, I don't care either way. And uh, but you know, talked a little bit of life and you know what that looks like. And he said, you know, I usually am not dressed this way. How's he usually dressed? Well, how was he dressed, and how is he normally dressed? Now we should clarify because Scott said he question mark, and this is good. One thing I didn't actually get to know in the hour or so we had with this individual was preferred pronouns. It was very clear that that this individual was was okay with people getting things wrong and not oh. getting things correctly. The friend he was meeting with. I thought you said he's a Calvinist. <laughs> it, it it gets more interesting. Is a Calvinist. He preordained his but, but non-binary. I, 
I ways. get the feeling now. Now, Tracy, I'll I'll say first name. It was great to meet you. And if if this is a problem, us referring to you as he, because you presented as a man for he did it for his friend, who told him that he would not go to the oh. concert if if he if Tracy was dressed up as a, a lady, which Tracy normally would be dressed as a lady. Oh, okay. All right. In normal circumstances, but is on like has no testosterone in his body is taking hormones, but I, I believe has the male equipment still. We didn't get into surgery anyways, regardless, it was fascinating because Tracy was like, anytime Calvinism comes up, I'm like, Oh, I wish I want, I want to be there. I want to be there to tell him what I think. And like, you're, Oh, you're off. Like obviously very good heartedly. Um, but ultimately a great meeting. We didn't die and, uh, look forward to the next time you're down in, in town. Tracy hit us up again. That's and ho- fascinating. And it was fascinating. And the Calvinism part, one Calvinist is not the same as other Calvinists clearly, because the only thing that Tracy was concerned about as far as like what God preordains was whether somebody hears the gospel and actually believes it. Everything else is totally free will, which I know a lot of like Arminian types that would, would have similar views. So I'm not sure. Definitely not the John Piper kind of Calvinist, which is like, Oh, your daughter got raped. I'm sorry, God. Yeah. It was God's part of God's plan, but he'll work it out. You know, it's the all part exhaustive, of God's plan. You know? Exhaustive determinism. Okay. Yeah. I knew there was a fancy word, Scott. <laughs> I'm tired already. Good. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, that's that's it. So shout out to Tracy for um, that's awesome. being generous. Dang. Like as far as I know, like we were probably stepping on toes in terms of like what, what Tracy's preferences were, but... Uh, Totally cool. And and it, it just goes to show like whatever you think, there's there's a lot in the air politics wise over there's like full woke and full anti woke and both drive me nuts. Um but to have an individual in front of you that is clearly not an agenda, just kind of be honest with you. That that was the the best part of it. And it was uh, too short of a time. Not an agenda either. Nice. Ayo! Nice. I wish wow. I had a oh man. Um well, I'm <laughs> I'm watching Zach fail try to trigger sound effects. Potentiality to get juicy. That's cool. I wish I could have been there now. It would be it would just be fun to connect with someone and chat with someone who thinks and believes so differently and and just to ask all the questions that you'd want to ask. And it was very clear like it it was an curious. easy conversation. There was no like, "Oh my god, what do I I don't want to say the wrong thing." Like, yeah. Because and part of that yeah. was because of Tracy's so it was social sociable. Now, can I ask? Um, so you you're saying Jeff, you're saying he was, um, like they just like just looks like a like a dude. Right? Yeah. So how did the conversation even get brought up? That like of the non-binary. He brought it up. And hormones. Okay. So if you didn't if he didn't bring it up, you wouldn't even have. Like thought that oh this this is like a but a it was because the, the email person. was so direct it was so direct about non-binary and Calvinist fan like I would have brought it up. Your point's a little oh, bit different okay. though. You were like, if if you wouldn't have seen the email and just met Tracy, would you have known where? Uh, no, just a little a little eccentric, huh. like really hmm. outgoing, and a little 
eccentric. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the word. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Like John Chapman. Yeah, in a different way. <laughs> a little eccentric I and miss, very outgoing. I miss that guy. And then Tracy wasn't it wasn't complaining about the friend who like No, really just, good friends with him. And it's like yeah. he's like, I totally get why you're uncomfortable with someone that like me dressing up as a woman. Oh, by the way, involved in Tracy's involved in church, sings in the choir, and I I'm pretty sure presents as oh. dresses as a woman in the church choir. Fascinating. It is fast. There's so many layers wow. to this onion that we would just kind of scratch the surface. But uh, thanks for reaching out. And um, yeah, that's cool. It was a fun little impromptu. It was listener fun. meetup. Man, it's a good Sh- conversation. Tracy, I'm sorry I missed it. Next time you're in San Clemente to go see Pink live and in concert, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Tracy or did how- say get on YouTube. He's like, I really needed to see the faces. Like, I know your voices. Oh. I want to see faces and thought that we would do well on YouTube. Maybe we can have a call in and talk about Calvinism or oh yeah, binary stuff or both. Yeah. Which is yeah, also binary. Talk about math. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of math. Did you write some formulas down on your tire? <laughs> no, I didn't. What, the only what, reason I have notes here is because you... No, uh, or was it the you or yeah, it was Zach. You sent us a, an article and I got into the article and started taking notes and uh-huh. that was on the, uh, Oh, the advertising the mar- campaign, yeah, the advertising campaign for uh, Jesus Christ himself. What? I didn't read the article. Well, I had to work today. And my notes are well, I did this on the way I did this on the way over here. That's pretty good. <laughs> I, 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 driving. I hit uh copy, select all and uh or not copy and hit uh speak. And then I just drove in the car and let that lady talk to me. Oh, that's a good move. In a very computerized way. I, I do have the article. Well, here. break it down, Jeff. What the article what the article about? If you're watching football at all or sports, I've seen it a couple times. Christianity oh. Today. Jesus, he gets us. I think I saw us. a commercial. Jesus, he gets us? Well, it'll say he gets us, and I think there's like a cross worked into one of the T's. Oh, man, is it like a double entendre? <laughs> like, like, he understands us, but also like he, he receives us. us. He receives he, he us. Gets us. I bet. Well, the marketing campaign is brilliant. Is focused on millennials and Gen Zers in that there's so many that are not going to church or are Uh not, they're just done. They're like the pull of the world and who's marketing to them in the world is a lot stronger than Jesus and being a Christian and living uh, a life uh, different. You wouldn't even know if you weren't there. I mean, if you weren't a believer, then it's like, I don't know what's on the other side. Uh, So, you know, it's like, okay, the idea is, we're going to we're going to market to this group of people and there's a lot of them but they did 6 months of market research and just delving into like what what is it with you know this large part of the population um that they have fallen away or they're not attracted to the you know Jesus Christ or Christianity while well, you're a new double up that's rad. <laughs> And so incredible production. 
<laughs> after so after so many months, they they put together a marketing campaign and it's going to start and it's going to be a national campaign and it's it's the equivalent of of Mercedes Benz, TD Ameritrade. I mean, it's it's a hundred million dollars that's going into it and they they're going for it. They're gonna they're gonna buy some Christians. <laughs> <laughs> But my question to you guys, right should off we, the, should we play? You want to play an ad? I, I'm interested to hear one. Is can we yeah, do that? Let's hear the ad. Now, but, I I think a lot of these ads they might. I'm just going to put the iPad down, and it might need a little narration. So anybody, feel free to. Okay. So now you guys, we have one titled "Outrage: The Rebel Dinner Party: The Struggle." What's the What's the first one? Let's just do the outrage. First one. Outrage. Great. There was this controversial figure. Everywhere he went, people challenged him. They questioned his ideology, trolled him. Showing pictures of activists. But he never took the bait. Tears. Never raised his voice. Refused to retaliate. Walking away. Because he believed he could change the world. Holding candles. By turning the other cheek. Says Jesus had to control his outrage too. He gets us, all of us. And us is highlighted, and then it says Jesus, and the us and Jesus is highlighted. So high high production value there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're gonna have if you're gonna advertise for something, I guess it's not terrible. If it, what if that leads to someone having a good conversation with somebody else? I mean, that won't probably is not going to convince anybody on the spot to. <laughs> except Jesus, but maybe it starts some interaction that will eventually lead to that hundred million dollars campaign. That, right. That was my, that was my hundred million dollars donated by, it said, well, the article said, I think a few, like a small group of wealthy individuals. Yeah. That, that they donate to large funds. And this is one of them several families that uh, this is what they do and they give it to these groups and those groups have it in an investment. But from there they start to move it into organizations where they can market, whether it's um, focus on the family um, was one that was listed. They did an ad campaign for them and several other uh, churches and, and actually, they looking at the big church. So it's like a faith-based marketing agency, something like that. I mean, I guess you could, I guess you could call it that, for lack of a better term. It is now, right? And there, and the challenge is, are we going? Are we going to? Are we going to burn? And are we going to burn Christians that are like, what? Who are we? Like we're, we're like. Apple, we're trying to market, you know, to get subscribers, to get tithers. You know, they they kind of like make people cynical about. Dude, Rob Bell this. launched his Newman videos. Remember those things? Yeah, those were great. Those were really high production value. I remember that was the type of thing that was like, oh, um, Christians can do. Now, Scott, I know I'm being generous when I say Christians related to Rob Bell. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, <laughs> I know I saw Scott getting triggered. 
Uh, I like how we have to talk to the gatekeeper before we can actually speak here. I didn't say uh, anything. I know he did. You don't need to. And You're just standing at the wall waiting. He probably wasn't even listening. <laughs> oh, like, up. oh, someone said Rob Bell. <laughs> but uh, it was like, oh, super high production value. Oh, Christians can do cool things too regarding media. But um, I mean, that. This is like high production value. It's almost a way to like Christians aren't just the because a lot of media. I keep restarting and caveating, but uh, yeah, what are you gonna say? They're B-rated movies. A lot of a lot of the corporate media is gonna portray Christians generally not always in a positive light, especially if it's oh, like okay. a so let's just say a MAGA type wearing God on their sleeve, taking America back. And whatever you feel about that, I'm not saying for or against that. Um, it's generally portrayed as kind of a cartoonish, we're going to take the, the weird soundbite that's out of context, that looks the worst and present that. And yeah, just a character to a certain, to a certain degree, to a certain percentage of Americans, that's what your average Christian looks like. And this strikes as like, let's, let's take a different path and show, you know, these ads, like I'm going to play another one called the dinner party because I feel like the Holy spirit is telling me to. Um, but, uh, it's showing the images are people that you can relate with. You all, you understand the images. You can identify with the images because it's done well and it's not a cartoon. It's, it's very real and authentic looking. And so do it, do it now. Global Industrial has been supplying hotels and resorts for years. That's Reply. not it. Jesus brought to you by Global Industrial. Man, that one took a direction I wasn't. <laughs> a caring man took a walk. He saw people suffering. Anxiety ran high. Hatred rose. I'll prepare a feast and bring them together, he thought. But some refused to join him. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to be filled. God hates you, signs. food and wine but with compassion. Jesus welcomed all to the table. You know what I thought of when I heard that? <laughs> There's one word that stuck out and I was like, oh, that feels too Christian-y. What do you think that word was? Ooh, can I play it again? Uh, yeah, sure. And took a walk. He saw people suffering. Anxiety ran high. Hatred rose. I'll prepare a feast and bring them together, he thought. But some refused to join him. He was heartbroken because he wanted everyone to be filled, not with food and wine, filled. but with compassion. Nope. Ugh. I, it was feast. Oh. Feast. No one says feast. That's not a thing we say. That's not what normal people say. You only say that in church. <laughs> everyone knows That's that. That's true. I mean, we, we all feast. I mean, if you look at the uh, look at, yeah, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Clearly, we've been feasted. Now, go ahead, Scott. Well, you like you uh, just the con yeah, the contrast with, um, like you mentioned, the MAGA and maybe the more like political side, and that's because you know, well, because that's what what they're trying to achieve some sort of political goal and Christianity is mixed in with that from their perspective. But this yeah. is like, this is not even, it's not coming from that 
it's pretty background. clear there's not a partisan angle to these ads. It right. Feels like right. Is what's the call to action at the end? Of he the, gets us. I know, but no. What? <laughs> so what? What? What do I do? Him? What is the viewer listener supposed to do? Like it just pops the website up. What's okay? So what's the website? He we should look us, that up. It's he gets us dot com. He gets us dot com. And what happens? Couldn't it there? have been he gets dot us. Oh yeah, that would have been way better. <laughs> no, it seems cool because it just sparks interest. You can go there, and it, there's four. If- there's four. Uh, directions it sends you. One is a U version uh, Bible. Yeah. Uh, like gives you a plan, like something to start with. Uh, another is you can send in a prayer and um, get prayer and good vibes. They're using the uh, language of the good vibes. The is that youngest. what it says? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Um, I used to have, uh, I don't know if it's, I'm going to say agnostic or atheist uh, boss and, and, and something would happen. She would, he, she would be on the intercom over, you know, the school and she would say, you know, let's, you know, send out your, you know, good vibes for uh, so-and-so and into the universe. Right. It was And and then towards the end of her uh, time with us, she, she did say prayers, prayers and, and good vibes. She was trying to mix, mix it in. But uh, I think that, I think getting, people to listen to these or watch these videos. It's a good visual and it's also, it's also showing um, a population that we do not like, I'm like, I don't get that. I'm like, it, it looks, it looks very different. It's certainly a different um, vibe than those that are in their forties getting close to their fifties. Um, Cause they're showing, you know, 20 and 30 year olds, you know, with backpacks on just kind of walking down the street or, you know, hanging out or on bikes. Like I watched some of the other, maybe getting a breakfast crunch wrap. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> What's that SNL guy? Um, anyway, they, uh, yeah, they're, they're going after a certain population. It in, sure isn't us in the take action. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm younger at- than you, dude. How dare you? <laughs> You're not 32. Oh, shit. Take action. Read about Jesus. Got two reading plans. Connect. Connect with someone local. Explore your questions in a group. Text for prayer or positivity. There's a number. Um, I think it's interesting in general. I also think we've talked about it a little too long, but I think it's interesting and it's worth checking out. And I like that they do have places for you to go to connect with others on your own. You can buy some gear. <laughs> you can buy the gear up, yo. <laughs> give, it says give love, get gear. So I think that's interesting. Uh, I think I'll be you curious. should get the gear. Here's what I would like to see. I would like to, if they are running this during like Monday night football, I would love to be in a bar and just like read the room when one of those comes up and like, huh? Is this ignored? Is this? Yeah. I've seen every football game I've been watching. I've seen at least one of these. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm just curious. I would love to see what happens in the room when people do that. But hey, look. He gets a lot us worse things could happen. Is a movement to reintroduce people to the Jesus of the Bible and his confounding love and forgiveness. I like that word confounding. We believe his words, example, and life have revel- revelance dyslexia in our lives today and offer hope for a better future. So question, do you think 
like, is it convincing anyone? It's almost like it, it feels like a, let's just put this out there in a way that's a little intriguing. Cause if, if you do a version of Westboro Baptist Christianity, which I would argue is not Christianity, God hates fags or whatever. Um, that's, you know, that's terrible, obviously, but, uh, or pick, they're, they're throwing, I don't know. I shouldn't have used them as an example. Take a more streamlined, general mainline, not mainline, but general mainstream approach to Christianity. What if it was just like the Romans road version of got a rich guy donates, they do an ad campaign. That's basically like the Romans road of salvation, you know, repent, get your sins forgiven. Then Jesus will love you and save you. Like, does that do more? Does that move the needle more for people who are quote unquote lost than something like this? He gets us campaign. I just think they're throwing a, a big net out and the hope is that they want to inspire people. You know, the fisherman metaphor but back to what Andy said in that maybe it'll start a good conversation. And if it does, then it's, it's, you know, the, whatever the amount is, it's, mm-hmm. it's done its job and, and it's, it's reaching sure. people. Cause that can be exponential with one person. Go ahead. Zach, you asked a question though, and we didn't answer it. Can you ask it again? That's pretty on brand. I know. I know. I'm trying to get us better <laughs> I, about that. I, well, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to answer it. What, 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 say yeah. your question again though. Cause I, I lost it a little bit. The classic, like you're, you're a sinner all of sin and falls short of glory of the glory of God. And like, basically like you're a sinner, try to convict them or make them feel bad about their sin. Oh, okay. But Jesus is here. God, you know, gave his son's life or sacrifice his son to for the forgiveness of sins. Like the classic Romans road, um, okay. model of sin, repentance and salvation. If somebody spent a shitload of money on a version of that, it would be, it might it might look a little cringy to me. Like compared to this, it's like, okay, this is a little bit more vague. And cause they're going for okay. that. They're not trying to be like bi- binary. Okay. So what's your question? Uh I, I lost it. <laughs> Scott, what was my question? No, if it what which one's more effective, would you argue? The in, class- in this medium? In this medium? Yeah. This is more effective in this medium. Because I could see a lot of Christians thinking, oh, this is way too vague. They're not giving all the details. They're, they're, not, they're not showing people what it means to be a sinner and how you need re- repentance to be saved. And Maybe so not I did answer maybe your not, question. Maybe not in 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think that's one of, the things, one of the things is it's short. And that's what people are looking for in commercials. Would they want to jump to the next thing already once the commercial comes on? But- uh, they both they they both have the same end goal, and that's for people to believe in Jesus. I don't I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that the the one that gives like let's just say the gospel of the Romans Road. I don't know that that's less effective, um, or that that it would be less effective possibly, but still going to reach people. I think, and I think that's the point is that it's it's not turning people off, and it sparks interest. That's, that's seems like the goal of of these commercials. Yeah. The other one would, I could see that's, that's what I just meant. Like in this context, in this medium, the Romans road one, I just don't think it does well because, uh, I think you run a higher risk of just pissing people off. Have you ever lied? 
Yeah. Then you're a liar. Have you ever stolen anything? Then you're a thief. Yep. Have you ever looked on another person lustfully? Adulterer. Yep, that's what you are. And you know what that means? You're also a murderer. Yeah. You've thought poorly about someone else. Yeah, so... uh, I'm basically a good person, guys. (laughs) You almost drifted into Jordan Peterson there. You were like... You were like teenage Jordan Peterson. No! Hey, guys. <laughs> it's hard. Are we staying here? That's definitely we, a teenage Jordan Peterson. <laughs> are we shifting gears? Yeah, are we shifting gears? gears. I don't think we need to talk about this. Well, one. I have a... Or do you have a gear to no, shift? Uh, no. I'm saying, hey, uh, I'm holding the handle. I'm shifting gears. Second nice. to third. Okay. I don't know if this is third or going back to first, but it reminded me of like... Oh, we just stalled out. Using the language... These ads using language that's more applicable to today, the website's a little more, it's hip and dialed in. Um, Every time I hear this confession time, every time at church, when somebody's praying and they thank Jesus for his blood, I'm like, maybe we should stop. I, I know where that comes from, but is that an effective way of communicating uh what Jesus did for us in this day and age. Now we, we can just like disregard that. And like, I have other things we can go to if that doesn't strike any tickle, any of your fancies. Uh, well, obviously it tickles my fancy, but, but, <laughs> but I'll let you guys, uh, but like, when Paul says, give, uh, be all things to all people. Not at all times though. Right. But, there's like a healthy degree of wisdom that's required to know the difference and and when you should and shouldn't. But you can make an argument for some of his female oriented passages that it was for that specific time. Like, like it would have been a bad witness to the gospel. The gospel would not have spread like it did. If you just like bring it to modern day, if you, if you go to a Muslim country and you want to be a missionary and tell people about Jesus and your women that are there with you are not covered up and they're dressed like a Western European or Western American. Um, it's not going to be an effective means. You're going to have zero credibility and you're probably going to get arrested. So there's that argument of like, for them, it would be, you would take on a certain form. And so that's what I think every time I'm thinking, Jesus, thank you for your blood. I just imagine somebody going to church for the first time that doesn't have a context for it and being like, what in the actual F word. Give me the blood. Right now. <laughs> Give me the blood. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's for the, it's for, it's not ahead. for them. That, that, yeah, that church, statement. Yeah. That's the church in general. Church is not, not them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I just mean that, that, that's, uh, that is kind of reading someone else's mail right now a, a little bit if you're new there, but, but I think that statement is, is for Christians. Like communion is for Christians. And usually that's the context with, with which that's given. Yeah. And in other words, like justification, sanctification, there are a bunch of words that would, that, okay, maybe, maybe don't use those words, but it's part of, it's part of Christianity. It's part of the doctrine and what God has done. Uh, and if they have, and if they're, if they're truly seeking, then they can ask questions about that. It could, it could be a place or a reason to, or a thing to, uh, cause, uh, Curiosity, um, but I, I don't. Have, I don't have a problem with someone in a prayer in a in church saying, yeah. <laughs> "Thank you for the blood." Like that's kind of one of the central central ideas in Christianity. Thanks, God. 
I'm less bothered by that than I am bothered by that one line in that stupid worship song. The uh, Game of Thrones worship song. He give me the brings me the head of my enemy enemy. And all <laughs> I did all I did was worship. All yeah, I did was I'm, all, I'm like, oh <laughs> that's where Andy looks over oh the church God. crowd and says, Yeah, all right, let's <laughs> blast right, guys. the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Woo, look for the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> but Zach, I mean, I th- you have other you have a, another issue with the use of the blood language besides just re, you know what? it not being uh, for <laughs> outsiders or new people. What do you mean? But we don't, you know. Yeah, we're in first gear right now. Yeah, just <laughs> uh, you know, um, Jesus' blood wasn't required. So yeah, so, we'll just move yeah, on. Just that small we'll thing. It's that small little thing there. <laughs> Just a, that's a you know agree to disagree. Just a drop. The views of Zach not represent the views of the rest of the world about there. Hey, speaking of heretics, yeah, I got something. So there's an individual named Kanye West. Oh, yay, yee. Now maybe you've heard of him, maybe you haven't, but recently there's been some controversy. Um, and he, like, I don't even, maybe you've heard of him. Maybe he, you're old. He said something about, he's going to go death con three on the Jews. Death. No, he, not, he, he, he said, said death. death. He said death. Yeah. Con? Yeah. Which reminded me though, my favorite, uh, he said death con man. The one time. Ooh. Okay. No, I'm not going to go there. I I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I think I know Ooh, what you're I just, I'm, I almost got canceled almost got there. Canceled. Wow. <clears throat> Deathcon three and the Jews. I don't even know what that means. I wouldn't know what it means to go Defcon three, but I do. I some I do like some death metal. I mean, I do like that genre of music. I, I don't mind. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like some solid beats, some double bass. Death, LOL. Death, death, death leopard. Death leopard. What are we even band. talking yep. about? Yeah. We're not even, we're in neutral. All right. We're, going yeah. down the hill we're heading towards reverse. I like, actually, I like Megadeth. That's a pretty good metal band. Megadefcon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but he was on Lex Fridman's podcast, or Friedman, who is a super genius, works in AI. And I, I see Kanye West is on his podcast so recently from this controversy where he's getting canceled. Oh, he also wore the White Lives Matter shirts with Candace Owens at uh, that fashion show. Fashion show. But right at the beginning of this episode, he says a couple things that aren't directly related to that. I don't know when this was recorded. It could have been recorded before all the controversy. But you guys stop any time to break this down. How to hire engineers. Where I'm coming from, coming from Hollywood, coming from press, coming from media... All of the guys, you know, that so many of the guys that have been like voices and faces and talking heads, whatever, have not understood how to engineer product. And that's the reason why I was able to jump past everyone in the entertainment field and become, um, you know, whatever the net worth is, 11 billion. I'm going to stop putting the whole black thing on my worth. Like, let's just see where I am on the scale of life, because that's a cop out for me to say, rich is black guy of all time, because that's feeding into the same, you know, trauma economy that Black Lives Matter feeds into. That's why I love and respect engineers. That's the only thing that we really need to teach in school is engineering. We don't need to teach history. We don't need to teach anything 
that is subjective. Now I'm going to pause right there. There's still a couple of nuggets of goodness, but that was like, I was like, the only thing we need to teach in school is engineering. Hmm. No Dude, history. I, as someone who works with engineers every single day, um, I love them as people. They're actually <laughs> so much fun. They're bucket fillers for me. But if the world was only engineers, it would not be a good thing. And so there are times where I intentionally balance what yeah. <laughs> what they're doing and what they're saying because I'm like, oh, oh, we're we're missing so much of yeah. humanity here. We need we need another voice in the room. And what about the teaching the history of engineering? Oh, doesn't matter. It's anymore. impossible. You can't do that. You just need to know about the future. That's all. <laughs> Let me keep going a second, and and then I think Are you gonna build the future. If you it might give past? us some more. Okay. It needs to only be engineering taught in school and everything else needs to be recess. Nothing that at all, any force subjective information is just to weaken and indoctrinate our species. And that's what schools do now. As an engineer, I love hearing you say that, but to push back history is not, the interpretation of history might be subjective, but history has some facts and they're useful to give a grounding to the way you do engineering. I don't... If, He's about to say, I don't fax. He might. He might. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to get... 100% believe in anything, any concept of the future or any concept of history because history was just written by the victors. Yeah. That's so he's on to something. Like, they're in history, obviously, like learning, relearning what is taught in elementary school, junior high, and then high school history from my kids. It's like, oh, do they tell you about, uh, they tell you about how Abraham Lincoln uh, wanted to deport all the black people? You know, he, he wanted to end slavery, but he also wanted to send black people back to where they came from. Like, oh no, they didn't share that information. <laughs> um, there's so much more complexity to history. And he's right in that sense. Like, but, and history does have facts. But man, piggybacking on what Andy said, like that's what I first jumped to mind for me was the like the one or the zero, the binary thought. This word keeps coming up. Um, it's you if if the world was just engineers, like Andy said. I mean, you get eugenics eugenics out of like, oh, these people have a a poor lot in life we can weed this out of humanity by like eliminating birth defects or whatever, like in the quest to like, or the Germans in the quest to Hitler, put that on steroids to like make the per perfect master race. It's like, yes, technically you might eliminate hardships for people by breeding them out, but uh, you need a healthy dose of like, where do we get our meaning? Yeah. And there's a lot more meaning in life that comes from, the emotional side of interpreting things. So in a, maybe a less nefarious uh, way to think about it, what I've, what I would say is if a world, <laughs> the engineering mind tends to get fascinated with really complicated academic problems that may not have any real world impact <laughs> ever and and if that mix of humanity is skewed 
we may be solving really interesting inconsequential problems that will not move humanity forward. You have to teach history because uh, you we have to learn from the past. I mean, that's really the only way we learn is from the past. I'm glad you actually said that, Scott. Like, wh- what? I don't understand how you would not. Because even even as he's explaining why you he only wants engineering, he's telling his his evidence or his reason is what has happened in the past about uh, indoctrinating kids and teaching them these false histories. But he's he's using history to tell why we shouldn't teach history. Um, but and then on the other side, having just engineers that might not be um might not have the emotions they might be more uh on the sociopathic scale or um emotionless automaton robots don't tell your friends that i said that oh great um uh hey right now game recognizes game <laughs> i mean scott uh, scott you have an engineering type mind uh a little bit well yeah and i'm, and I'm I, I, I mean that as a compliment like, oh thank you i and i'm I'm probably on that emotionless scale, um, even though I do cry. I've seen you cry. I've cried at the end of- I made uh, you cry once. Cried at the end of uh, Menace to Society. But- um, <laughs> Wait. <laughs> if you had water in your mouth, Jeff. <laughs> spit take. Um, I, th- I think Scott was being real there. Scott, let's go. Spit I, it out. I, I, I was. But um, if you have just engineers, that's how you get what the Nazis did. Because they have one goal, like that, that mentality is to find the best possible solution for what you want yeah. to achieve. The other things are irrelevant. You're going to final solution. Yeah. You're going to, you, you, you have a goal. Yeah. This is the best way to get there. And it doesn't matter it, what the yeah. consequences are. I want to be careful. I don't want to demonize all, uh, all engineers as we har- need heartless bastards. They're not, <laughs> there's empathy exists there and, and it, and it's real. I would say but, you're an example of that, Andy. Thank you. I think you have an interesting, please don't lose your train of thought. All right. You have an interesting mix of you, you're tapped. You're a musical artist who's written music and stuff. And, uh, also you have an analytical mind. You have this weird hybrid that, you know, it is weird. It's pretty neat. Um, I will. The other piece that's not being mentioned here is not everyone's wired to be an engineer. So if that's all right. you're teaching, you're going to have a bunch of people who are really, really unhappy. I think Kanye yeah. wants to go uh, death con on all of their asses. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he wants English to not be <laughs> included yeah. as one of the yeah. subjects. Uh, plus, you, you also need philosophy. Um, that's pretty important. Um, I don't think we need to list them all. I, yeah. We all, yeah. I think right. at the beginning he says that he's engineered. <laughs> he's engineered at where he is today, and that's really creating. And so I think he, mm. it's a much broader definition of of engineer uh, that he's speaking to, in that he's talking about creating, creating an empire, and where did that start? You know having these creative thoughts and, and if, if kids were going to school and you were going to teach them about engineering that I think that's a broader uh, subject in that it's like, okay, like, what do you, fa- what are you interested in? What are you fascinated? What do you like to do? And like, how could you create something yeah. with that, with your strengths and go from there? And then how would you build that out? Mm. Um, 
And I, I think that's what he's getting at. And yeah. yes, we're going to, I mean, it's an, I mean, the statement is, I'm going to, it's hyperbole in, in that, yes, there's going to be some other things. Yeah. Go to recess now, now that you've had your, you know, three hours of union work at public school uh, <laughs> for your engineering. Uh, there's some more there, but I get the idea of like, if that could be my day, six hours of like allowing kids to kind of find their niche and what they really love to do. And like, okay, let's, I'm, I'm seeing that from my own uh, oldest son and being like, wow, he's really good at this. Yeah. Let's, you know, let's see where this goes and just being enthusiastic and supporting that. And so I, I think the thought is, 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 uh, it's an idealist view, but it's, there's something to it. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm down with it. Mr. Pearson, I want to paint. Shut up and do math. (laughs) (laughs) But I like painting. You like math. Enjoy your pizza we made in our gas-fired ovens. Now, he could... I mean, if he just walked it back a little bit. Engineer some art. Yeah. If he just just walked... I see stuff happen on the day that later that day is reported wrong. So how wrong is something reported a thousand years ago? That's his real point, by the way. That was my my favorite part. Um, You set us up. He... uh, (laughs) Because reporters get stuff wrong about him, therefore, anything in the history that's like, whatever it is, therefore, that that can't be right Delete. because they get it wrong and I just did that. We're straw manning him a little bit. We are a little bit. I, I can give a good version of his argument. Uh, and I want to hear that. Um, but first, we'll take a break for our sponsors. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't What's have any sponsors. Drinking? Jesus. We really that's actually us. a good idea. What are we drinking? Uh, I'm not drinking, but I'm just sponsored by Jesus. Did you say Jesus? <laughs> no, I sponsored by He Gets Us. Oh. <laughs> so I, I'm not drinking this week, but somehow El Segundo Mayberry IPA is sliding down my it's inside of esophagus. You. Or no, yes, um, Indian Pale Ale, and this is tasty. And thank goodness, is this yours, Andy? Yeah. Thank goodness, it's cold. It's so cold. Mm. Jeff likes him a cold IPA. <laughs> I have the Little Bo Pills, thanks to Zach from Smog City Brewing Company, which Smog City, making a name for themselves, they're consistent. I usually like what I have from them. <laughs> sounded like By the a, way, Jeff, it sounded like a commercial. That's what right. sets you apart from the rest of beer drinkers. You like them cold. It's pretty good. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Smog City Brewing for me, too. I mean, I like it cold, too. Amaria <laughs> Garia. That's mm. how you say it, right, Scott? Half Mexican? Yeah. Well, it sounded... It sounded Never mind. <clears throat> you th- thought I was being racist, making an I Asian accent? I thought you were going to say it sounded I Jewish. I would have said, I'm a real... I, I didn't say it that, that, though. But you did. Right. You didn't. I didn't. Right. If I was, I would have said it like that. Just fell out of gear, guys. You didn't say Amarilla Gorilla. Back in neutral. Amarilla, did I just strip the gears? <laughs> I'm grinding. Keep, keep it going. Did I grind them? We're smoking out of the back. Scotty, what do you got? I'm I'm dry tonight. Dries? Yeah. Any special reason? Nope. Use a little salve. Because the last week. You were not dry? Uh, yeah. Mm, very wet. <laughs> it was soaking yeah. wet. Scott, yeah. Scott and I Drenched. got together like a week or two ago and we're like, oh yeah, we can't, we're not doing any, any, uh, there's a week carbs left. Carbs or Sober October. No carbs, no, no carbs. anything. 30 minutes later, we're sitting there having a, a pint and a large pizza. <laughs> well, yeah, we're having we, a pint and then- we really failed. Jeff's like, you want some of this salad? And I'm like, no, nah, I, I kind of had something already. He's like, all right, well, 
I just ordered a pizza. I'm like, okay, <laughs> sweet, great. Now I have to eat it. Yeah. That's what he did last week. That's why he, he's dry. So before Andy <laughs> Steelman's uh, Kanye Yee's Yay. Um, thingy, um, I will say what I love about him is he he's been fascinating to me recently, partly because of the controversy. Um, but he's, he thinks and speaks in absolutes. Like he sees a shiny object. He likes it or he likes that idea. I'm going that way a hundred percent. Everything else is wrong. And you need that type of person to be able to, and also I think he might be like idiot savant or yeah, there's, there's some genius in there. Um, not always right. Obviously like I shouldn't have to caveat like he's, first, He's been right enough that he's learned that he can just trust. I'm assuming he's just learned like I can trust my gut instinct because look, it's made me the most, the wealthiest black person in the history yeah. of the world. So clearly going with my gut has worked for me. I'm going to continue to do that. Right. And his ego is such that if he changes direction and decides like, oh, now it's this, it's this squirrel I'm chasing. Like instantly his brain for, is going to forget about, he's not going to feel any shame about any direction he took in that's the past. Fine. That's different. And but that's how you get the genius out of it is when the gold strikes, that's what it happens. The problem is, of course, um, there is a history with Jewish people where it's like, and there's a small, very small percentage of Americans that might take some of that ammo and, and use it to inflame. And, and that, that's, that's where you don't, you don't just don't talk about the Jews, dude. We need a, we need some context around that statement because it was just, it yeah, we haven't sounds, backed it up, by yeah. the way. We haven't even mentioned what the statement was. Yeah. We should probably but, look it up. But, yeah. but before we do that, so I'll just finish it. Here's the steel man of, of, of what he's trying to say. He's just basically making the statement that hard sciences tend to be more objective and generally get less tainted and editorialized. To his point, he's not the one who said it, but history is written by the victors. and the, the 100%. And so he's saying in the rest of like the liberal arts area, it's more prone to people editorializing and is less objective and more subjective in the presentation of the matter. So I get that. And that's real. And he didn't invent that idea. He's just maybe a little more extreme in his view of what's (laughs) worth teaching in school. And I will say, yeah, the, the indoctrination trying to make good little citizens that are well-behaved and follow the rules, like all these things, like I'm, I'm with him on, um, even if it's not that intentional, like even if it's not nefarious, I in think nature, it's not. It's maybe, or let's just imagine that it's not. It's it's still what is it? There there is absolute truth. We cannot know it absolutely, and so someone has to give an interpretation of it. What I wish he would say is the thing you really want to teach kids in school to do is to think critically, to challenge those concepts, to do some extra research, to find out where the contradicting views are on this stuff. Don't just say, shut your ears to it and like, go stick your head in the hole. Well, we'd have to go back in history books and they've been all deleted by, uh, <laughs> that's that's true. by Kanye. <laughs> well, and that's why like, if he, if he walked back them all just engineers. a little bit and said, we need to emphasize engineering more than history. Um, like pair back history. And I bet that's what yeah, he, be, it, yeah. you could even have a generous interpretation of this. And yeah. kind of like Andy, you're doing this bigger picture, a 30,000 foot view about what he's probably saying. And I think you're probably mostly correct. I think, um, the everybody 
gloms on to the quote out of context. And even if in context, it's a, it's a little rough or a lot rough. It's still like, if you take the big picture, like what is this person actually saying? Like when, when the news translates, um, I'm sorry. Did I say something? No, I just imagined him going, I'm playing 40 chest. <laughs> Dude, that's so good. Because who's that fighter? There's that fighter that says boxing is checkers and MMA T- is chess. Tito Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah, Tito Ortiz. And nobody tells him to stop. Nobody tells him. I wouldn't tell him. He ran for mayor of Huntington Beach. I could see. I could see Kanye. Yo, man, I'm just playing 4D chest. <laughs> and I think sometimes he is. <laughs> You're like, shoot, is this part of the game? He was with Kim. <laughs> right is, that it like, is that like? Is that like on Total Recall? Like what? Uh, <laughs> we just dropped the transmission. Oh, uh, I know, but I'm dropping bombs over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thirty thousand foot view. I don't know. Yeah. Well, okay. Now, about, what like if, the bi- well, that bigger picture where? I don't know. So what would he say about the Bible? What would Ye Ye say about the Bible as a piece of history? (laughs) He did have the number one Christian hip hop album a couple times. Yeah. Should we not teach Bible history? I'd be curious if he's, I mean, there's, he's not the only person that's challenged translations of the Bible. Because there was a point in in our, in the history of us and England where the Bible was like the textbook. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's all, that's what they were learning is history. But less about, being specific to the classroom and more about his concepts of saying, I, I would love, let's put Kanye in the seat of saying how accurate is what, what we read in the Bible today. How many layers has it gone through? How many edits, how many translations, how many, where has meaning been lost? That's why he was saying they got it wrong one week ago. How could I, what is that? What if we take that concept to a thousand years ago? And there are some atheists that do a version of that yeah. to argue against the Bible is like, because when it was actually written down was well after the fact of the stories depicted took place. Mm-hmm. And so they use that as an argument. And I think there's something to that, not to be like, it's not either all or nothing, but there, it's a human process, how we got the Bible. Kanye is a human being. And... um yeah, it's like, and I think a lot of Christians do what Kanye is doing when they talk about like, you know, don't te- teach history, even being generous with that interpretation of what he meant by that. To a lot of Christians, the history is like, oh, we have it here in the Bible and that's the way it was exactly. And then if they are like some people that go to college or seminary, you then you get into like textual criticism and stuff. Even if you go to a conservative evangelical college, you're going to learn stuff that are going to challenge you because it, there's a lot more color to how we got the text and stuff. And so, and that's the beauty of history is like, it's this messy, it's like, it's almost equal art and science. There's a mixture in history, which is kind of fun to, to get around or to play around in. And I think if you're, if you go all engineering, you miss that back and forth a little bit because yes, there's objective truth um, but you got to fill in a lot of gaps and, and make interpretations and your interpretations are going to be based on your emotional context and your particular cultural context. And I think, uh, that gets missing. Should I play a, like, a, I think there's another minute or two where there's a That's couple fun. of interesting thing. And, I like it. And uh, we'll see.
And why would we argue about something that's not in the now? Because that's the only thing that everyone can agree upon is that it is now, right now. Yeah, well, you try not to make the mistakes of the past. That's the usefulness of history, the, the limited usefulness the, of history. The biggest mistake from the past that we keep making is looking at the past. Too much. Giving too much value to the past. Too much value to the past. We are now. We are now. We are here. We are one species. We are one race. We're here. And it's time. And the leadership is changing because you have Elon. All right. So... So uh, stream of consciousness. Stream of consciousness. That's true. You know, the words come out. And I just want to say, like, wow. I, f I feel like this guy, if you are in the, like, oh, he's Fine. on the good team or the bad team, you're missing the boat. You got to be like, listen to this. This episode dropped today, which, what's the date today? The 23rd of October? Right. That we're recording 24th. this? 24th. 24th. This might get pulled. Like, I... Because it's so, there's so much controversy re regarding Kanye right now. It's worth, and this is a two hour and twenty three minute conversation. It's on YouTube. Um, Why would it get pulled? He, he is on YouTube. That might get pulled. It's also on Spotify. It's on the Lex Fridman podcast because Kanye has been booted from all social platforms. Him specifically. Now he is a guest on this podcast, so it might stay up. But if the winds of like cancel culture blow too hard in one direction, I could see it getting pulled or something. Spotify has been pretty good because they came after Rogan and Rogan is Spotify at this point, but. Well, and then, and then I think Friedman has sponsors, Lex Friedman has sponsors too. So they could, they could say, Hey, pull that or we're going to pull right. sponsorship. Right. It, that, yeah. that doesn't, I mean, I get that, but it makes no sense because the more controversy you have, the more ratings you get. Uh, which is why the news doesn't say, hey, there's a little lady walking down, you know, watering flowers that nobody waters. Right. You know what? Nobody wants, they want to see car wrecks and somebody got murdered. I want to stick around and watch this. It's terrible, but that's why we go to NASCAR. I don't, but they're not watching the 500 rounds around the circle. They're waiting for someone to tip over and go flying through the air. What? I care about the precision. Yeah. Now we have done, we have done, so much content on like 30 seconds of a podcast. I guarantee you, like eventually he is stream of consciousness. Eventually he's going to stumble into some gold where you'll be like, Oh yeah, that's a really good idea. Cause that's how that type of person with that ego who just feels no shame and is just going to keep spit firing. Eventually they strike gold. And that's one of the reasons why, but I'm yeah, not saying he's a gold digger. Well, but but you're saying oh. he's a, but that you don't mess with broke people, <clears throat> broke broke. You don't mess with broke people. Yeah. What do you mean, Kanye? Well, she don't. No. You know uh, that we're qu quoting. No, I don't. What we're quoting Kanye West lyrics. Oh, well, <laughs> you know that's good to know because Chad was listening to the podcast and he would want to know what that means. <laughs> So thanks you know, for Jamie explaining Fox that to Chad. That? Yeah. Yeah. I just it's learned that today. Part of that movie Ray, maybe? I think it was in the movie Ray. She gave me money. Um, so he, uh, it's just kind of interesting that he, he's his, again, he's pointing to history to say that we, should, we shouldn't we should teach history. It's just, that's 
That blows my mind. I'll go listen to the whole thing. It'll be interesting. I, I think, yeah, and a listener, I think you should. I think it's. it's I wouldn't worth be surprised it. if he walks it back. Maybe it gets pulled. Who knows? And I, I just feel, hey, we, our people have reached out to Kanye. We'll see if he gets back to us to come on Bros, Bowels, and Beer. But don't hold your breath. And uh, yeah, yeah, but if you know him, and if you uh, know him, and yeah, he wants to come on and defend his position, and he wants to go to. <clears throat> You know, con I mean, four. we we called <laughs> out know? the likes of Keith Giles, yeah, oh, and yeah. he came on to respond. So, yeah, consider yourself called out, ye, ye, yeah, yeah. People keep saying yay. Other people say ye. He's yay now. I thought it was ye now, think- or am I just making my second whitest reference in the world? <sighs> I yeah. thought it was ye now. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Now I don't know anything. Now I'm not even sure what is yeah. real. The the whole like the whole thing, all of that, it's a version of like the enlightenment happens to bring this back into the God box. Um and more specifically Scott's God box. Hmm. Um it's a good show title if we didn't talk about Kanye. I feel like we have to use Kanye in the show title for search purposes on the internet, but um the enlightenment happens. Oh, guess what? We don't need God. Um and so the Christians try to come up with their own version of that. Um, it's like the modern po- postmodern, and is it modern, non-postmodern, postmodernism? Nope. So enlightenment <laughs> and then postmodernism. If you go full postmodern, it's like there's no truth. How can we know anything at all? In mind something, Scott? You're not. Yeah, I think that that sounds about right. Um, and I, I think it's this thing where we need a sprinkling of postmodernism. We don't need to go full postmodernism, but if we just do full enlightenment, you end up with just engineers. Like this, there's this weird balance that we need, which is what makes our podcast so incredible. Tell your friends, people is we've got this balance of people that are the head. We got the head, we got a little head and heart. We got heart with a little bit of head. And then we, we got Jeff all heart, barely any head. And um, I'll, let, I'll let you guys do the math on who the other individuals are. Uh, Tracy, you can give us feedback and tell me, guess what your best answer is. So um, you need a mix. You need, you need iron sharpening iron can sometimes be, be soft iron. Trying to unsoften some sharp iron is wood need a balance. Wood sharpens wood. <laughs> so these are the days of our lives. Timely reference. <laughs> Right. Uh, I did want to throw it over to Jeff, though, because we've been talking about other people and uh, their encounters. Jeff fell asleep and wet his pants a little bit. So <laughs> you, you want to make it? Per- Let's make it personal, Jeff. Let's make it really. Ooh, personal. Give him a question. What, do you have a question for him? Or you yeah, just- Ooh. Je- Jeff. Whoa. Let's talk about secret sin. <laughs> <laughs> Just look, oh look at it like, what do you mean? To, I'm still trying to figure out all of the uh, Christian movies when they say secret sin. I'm like, which sin is this? It's always masturbation. It's oh always, every time. Always. That's, that's what it is. Jeff, what's your O face? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys, you shifted gears. Shut up, you went Zach. to fourth gear fast and then slammed it down. <sighs> uh, Some cars have a 10 speed transmission, so we got a long way to go. Hmm. Jeff, where are you at? Where are you at spiritually this week? Ooh. Oh, spiritually? Yeah. Uh, wow, that was unexpected. Um, 
It's a simple one to eleven scale. It's not an eleven. It's not a one. It's it's probably a three or four. And what's making it a three or four? Has God abandoned you? <laughs> and if so, no, how? No. Um, I'm in. I'm just. And it's not that it's three or four. It's just okay. I'm that not, was what you said first, though. No, you're right. And I'm not. And not consumed. I'm not consumed. Not. Um, I told myself a long t- uh, weeks ago that. Hey, I'm going to start taking some time first thing in the morning or sometime during the day mm-hmm. to just take time and I'm I'm not taking so much time um however time to do what time to just good podcast relax and uh read I I'm reading stuff from like the the Bible app and and so you know but not so consistently. So that's why I'm like, ah, like a three or four. I'm somewhere, I'm like, blah. So you meant to take time like in the morning or at some point regularly to do some sort of spiritual practice. Yes. And, you know, I, and I have found over the years that running is when I, yeah, it's when I, that's when I'm in my sweet spot with God. And, and over the last two weeks, I've run two or three times which is great because I haven't run in a long time. And, and so the more I get to do that, the more time I have with God and get a focus. And I just, I'm trying to get out of this physical funk of like, you know, my knee and, and I'm like, okay, I told myself I'm going to do it once two weeks ago, then I'll do it again last week. And I did. And now this week I'm going to try and run two times, but that time is, for God and, and, and for me and just to feel like, you know, I'm getting something back and not draining myself of the worldly things that are going on, whether it's work or, or, you know, just the day-to-day stuff Mm. that I get out of that and get in to things that actually have purpose because that bleeds into everything else. So if I'm not doing that, then I'm having difficulty um, or it's not as sweet. It's not my time with my wife or my kids mm. or, or at work. it's not as sweet as it could be. Um, mm. And that's what I'm, I'm searching for. Dude, thanks for sharing that. I've been thinking about you this week. Ooh, is that like a conviction? Like a, you think it's. No, I just, the Holy you, Spirit I, put it on your heart. Maybe, I don't know. Not, not conviction, like something's bad, but like, no, I just feel like you you have been on in my mind this week. I've been thinking about you a bunch. Well, it's definitely for good reason. I mean that that's a good thing. Yeah. Because of like Well, I didn't pray for you. I just thought about you. <laughs> <laughs> I did pray for you though. Oh, that's Jeff getting under the bus. No. Uh no, I it's uh, it's good. And I've had that happen vice, you know, with others. Mhm. And it seems weird when you're like, you know, I've been thinking about you this week and, and I, I wonder what it was to be on the other end of that. And now I know, and it's uh, awkward and weird. <laughs> no, no. You can pull your pants back up. It was just a general, like, I, well, I don't know if concern is the right word, but it was, it was more of a, what's going on with Jeff? And uh, so I suck that I didn't reach out. So I'm sorry about that. 
Oh, well, I, on just behalf, I forgive you, Andy. <laughs> Thank you, Father. <laughs> um, I'm wearing all black with a little bit of white. I could be the father. Now, I appreciate it, and I... Um, uh, thank you for sending your good vibes my way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sending you some good Full vibes. Circle. <laughs> good vibes came your way for sure. The best of vibes. The goodest. Oh, my gosh. I wish I wish my percentage of feel or just somebody comes to mind. Oh, I haven't talked to that person in a while. I really like that person. I should just shoot him a little te- quick text and say, hey, you came to mind thinking about you. Hope you're well. And just leave it at that. It doesn't have to be weird or mm-hmm. anything. And I would say it's way less than 50% that I do that. And then I end up seeing him later or hearing somebody that talks about him. And I'm like, oh man, that was shitty. Like the moment passed. Like it, I don't know how this world works very often, but uh, man, sometimes those things you hear about somebody getting a call when somebody had a feeling and they're just like blown away and they just needed it. So I repent to you secret person. But I thought about that I didn't call you and, you know, maybe the Holy Spirit will. You should say it. You should say it out loud. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shut I'm up, kidding. Andy. We I'm... need this shut up, Andy. Drop. <laughs> <laughs> Those just come live. Uh, uh, one of the things that we're sort of drifting into, what are you consuming a little bit? But one of the things that I've been doing that you reminded me of, Jeff, was... Um, I I did feel like I did not have as much uh, control over my attention span and using like kind of just always having input all the time and no, no downtime to just like rest and sit in my thoughts. Um, So I went scorched earth and I know this move works. I flipped my phone to grayscale and uh, what you go, on iPhones, you go general settings, general, then you got to go to accessibility, and then you can put on filters, and your phone will become very uninteresting very quick. And then after you do that, go to language settings and switch it to Russian. Nailed it. Even more. Yeah. <laughs> but but doing that, uh, not charging my phone by my bed, so that it's not the first thing I look at in the morning when look I get up. Scott. Scott's going to go switch his phone right now on the phone. Are you doing it? Are you going for it? Yep. Dude. Let me tell you. Your wife will appreciate that so much. I, but, uh, but being well, intentional we'll about like pausing and not, uh, not just going for input the moment that I wake up, it's really hard to do, but mm. I can feel it starting to take effect. That's good. I have, it's the same thing for me. It's like I, you wake up and. So that's what, you, that's, what are you not consuming? Yeah, it's trying well, not to consume, so, consume the Google News feed I'm, or the right. Apple News. I'm feed. actually just trying to be like, allow my thoughts to exist and like allow myself to go down deeper into my thoughts and mm. and complete thoughts and be okay with silence. You're taking them captive. Are you are you putting them in the dungeon? You're putting your thoughts in the no. Nah, I'm putting them in the gym. I'm working them out. Oh, yeah, and it's good uh, for me. First thing in the morning is usually like prime thinking time for me. If I need to solve really hard problems for the day, first thing in the morning. And so I've been like sacrificing that mm-hmm. by just yeah. being distracted. Right. But um, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, 
so so I, there is a percentage. You know, your phone tells you how much you how much screen time. I don't know if you guys get that weekly report. Every Sunday, I'm 25 hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was down 89 percent week over week. Wow! Whoa. Since the black and white, mm-hmm. why didn't you tell me last week? I would have shorted you. I know. <laughs> I'm gaming it though. <laughs> I, I am gaming it. That's the other thing too. But I've said it before. I'm I'm a quitter. I'm a really good quitter. So doing this is a, this is a quitting thing and I can do that, but it's, it's, it's been great. And if that little trick helps one person like do the grayscale thing, Scotty is going for it now. I'm looking, looking how to do it on Android. Yeah. Uh, it will, uh, hopefully that will be helpful to somebody else too. Settings, digital well-being, and parental controls. Now the whole world knows that we are a green bubble text podcast thread. When we're texting amongst each other, it's the green stupid bubble because of that dumb Android phone, Scott. <laughs> but now it's not going to look green, is it? That's, that's good. Good talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Zach, what are you consuming? Oh, man. Well, it's been uh, the, the Watcher watching with the whole family. And that is uh, skipping a couple parts, fast forwarding a few things, but allegedly based on a true story. You guys watched The Watcher? No. Um, it's tough to. It is. What genre is it? It's like um, suspense, psychological thriller. It's not super intense ever, but a reasonably well done show that if if 60% of the stuff is true, it's a, just a crazy story that like you would not write on your mm-hmm. own, but knowing when it says based on true events and then some of the things that happen that you go with, you would, if you didn't get that disclaimer, you'd be like, Oh, this is, that's dumb. Nobody would do that. Um, so I'm interested if at the very end, I got one episode left and I'll be interested to see. It's basically a, a family goes to a house, spends all of their money to get this house they feel like they have to have. Um, and then the neighbors in the neighborhood that um, some of which might be watching them in a way that is a little too much. Creepy. It's starting to work already. <laughs> Scott's, Scott actually sees black and white now. Are those AR glasses? What are, you, what are you guys making for dinner tonight? Uh, are you doing your laundry? There's a little bit of that. They start getting weird letters in the mail. Like how much like I love you. I love your house. Also that um, Curse of Jay. Andy and I, well, the, this show first came out and oh, Andy's yeah. like, you got to watch this show. And it had already been happening. And I just, it just came out. So I didn't even have a chance to like tell you guys, but Andy beat me to it. And that's called The Peripheral. The Peripheral. Oh. On Amazon. Two episodes to, as of this recording, there's two episodes out, and then every Friday, and it's got a lot of promise. And I don't know if I know Andy's been consuming that. Maybe you can give a little synopsis of it. It does what I wanted the movie Tenet to do. And right How now, so? uh, well, it just in this like cool, futuristic slash nearish future. current time, it's like a, a weird, interesting blend of the future and current times, too. But doing it in a way that doesn't make you like have to go get a whiteboard out and start charting things because you're not exactly sure where you are on the timeline and what's going on. 
but it's really interesting and the tech is interesting and the, and the action is interesting and the stories that it's like mysteries, things are unsolved. We're only in episode two, but it's, um, and it's like, it, it's shot like a movie. It, like it looks good. And, and, uh, so far it's awesome. Like you, the, the protagonists are, they put on goggles and it's almost looks like they, they go into a VR world and they think they're playing games for money and don't, they, don't give away. You're about to give a spoiler completing contracts for money. Um, and, uh, comedy ensues, comedy ensues <laughs> and it's hilarious guys. And actually somebody, <laughs> somebody falls and skins their knee in a way that's like a Pratt falls really great. Are we, are we, are we, are we, are we, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, I'm going to start off by, by talking about what my family is consuming. Uh, my daughters, they're in the 40th season of Gilmore Girls, I believe. 40th. It's just never ending. Um, my wife, Dahmer, because it's a wholesome show. Oh, my God. Uh, my, my my son. My Are oldest, you watching Dahmer with no. her at all? I'm like, I don't want to watch it. She's like, you got to watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. And she's like, okay, let me tell you what happens. And I'm like, no, I don't. I know what happens. Just running down the hallway with his hands over his ears. <laughs> la, 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 la. I but, did. But she's into it. So I'm like, cool. I'm glad you think. I mean, I'm glad you're fascinated by it. So, I mean, it's real life. And uh, then my oldest son is is in the second season of one of my favorite shows, and that's Ozark. Oh, dude. And I'm like, I mean, he's really into it. Does like, he know S about F yet? Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny you said that. Uh, uh, Tanya and I are, are on our way. Um, actually, it was the night that um, we were on our way to see Andy play in the the Devious Means um, concert this last weekend, and my wife and I are yelling, "I don't give s about f." And if you don't know Ozark, then you know too bad. Uh, but, but, and my wife looks over and she's like, I like when you've had a drink or two. <laughs> Wait, like, you were saying right. that at my concert? Uh, on the way there. Oh, we, we went nice. out, had a little dinner and had a beer oh, and then nice. had a bottle of wine. And, and then I was... You drove drunk to my show. I was one sheet to the wind, <laughs> not two sheets. Uh, but then I... Uh, somebody told her, I don't know if it was one of you guys, Blacklist. And uh, I'm watching, it's James Spader. And I'm in the second season of Blacklist. There's 22. There's like 20 episodes per season. Yeah, there are nine seasons. Much. That's too much. But uh, it's it's a fascinating show, and I'll, I'll probably be done after this season because someone said, "Yeah, it starts to go, you know, sideways in the third season." But it's you know for the first yeah. season, it's really good, and uh, it's fun to watch. And you know, I get to waste my time. That's good, Scotty. I um well, just the huge uh YouTube but less uh less um the huge tube what on YouTube what comes to mind right now go uh, end of the world like um man people are going to hate me for this food shortages too late got to say um, it. everyone hates you already you so, crazy for this one Rick <laughs> that's a good Jay-Z impression. um actually been listening to the guy he passed away uh, recently his name is Kevin Samuels um but he he did like uh, uh, coaching, dating advice, um, stuff like that, and like you know everyone calls him a misogynist. Well, not everyone. Oh, I heard had, like, about half, this guy. Half of the women, and you know, half less than half of the men, I call him misogynist and stuff like that. Um, it's interesting. So he's talking about dating, and like so, a lot of his call, a lot of people that call in are women, and mm -hmm. he's like. 
you know, he asks them, okay, what are you looking for? And of course they're like, oh, I want a high value man. Um, and then he says, okay, well, what does that mean? Do you want to work after you have babies? And they say no. And he's like, okay, well, how much, how much money does he have to make for you to stay home and have three babies? And then you have to send him to college. How much money does he have to, does he have to make? And then they throw out a number like, oh, that's a, you know, a hundred grand. It's like, well, okay, where? Oh, I live in Dallas. Well, it's really not going to work if a hundred grand doesn't get you very far with, you know, stay at home mom and three kids. So then he starts giving like a number, like it's more like 200 or 250 or 300. Forget about it if you're in Manhattan. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, and some people do call from like the New York, uh, Long Island, stuff like that. And they say a hundred grand. It's like, what are you talking about? So then- so then he says, "It's adorable over there." Yeah, most of the country, hundred grand's like okay, you you can be no, okay. You can no, like they have zero concept of money. They're like hundred grand. No, it's higher than that. Okay, a billion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do awesome. you know what money is? Awesome powers. Yeah. One million dollars. <laughs> so th- so then he says, "Okay, how many people make two hundred grand a year? What percentage of the population? Well, it's like it's like less than it's like ten percent or less of men make two hundred grand." So then he points out, like, look, you want a guy that is in the top 10% of men, probably half of them are married. So you're now just talking about 5% of all the men. And you're competing, like, all the women want, like, the men that are making the most money. So you're competing against all the other women for 5% for of men. Just think about that. like. That that should open your eyes. And it's to, a much smaller percentage, and the reason, well, yeah. yeah, and it's probably smaller, yeah, much smaller. There is like a the misogyny claims and stuff. Like this piggybacks also something I'm consuming is a a book via Audible uh, called The Evolution of Desire. Pulling it up by David M. Buss. He's a evolutionary psychologist, and it is really fascinating. Like we right now, current day. We have eliminated a lot of the things that we have to do, like gender roles that have that we've we're dealing with now that are a little bit mixed, a little gray. Like, what, why does the man always have to? Why can't the women? Like, there's like evolutionary imprints in us, and why men and women in general want like the gold digger thing. A woman wanting a guy that's that's rich and wealthy. It's there's there are roots in it in our past that there's reasons these things take place. Doesn't mean it's right and we can't like rise above or correct things, but it is a it's it's worth listening to if you care if you like psychology at all and like why men and women like Scott you would probably get a big kick out of this book especially if you're thinking about um, are you jump, are you jumping back into the dating market what's happening right I'm, now I'm looking for. Um not, maybe not a gold digger, but maybe like a nickel digger. And the, the good news is though, your age. Copper, maybe a copper digger. Yeah. As somebody like early forties, late thirties, like that, if it, if you go age appropriate. Yeah. You know, somebody who's gonna, picking up pennies on the side of the street. That, you you <laughs> might, pennies. according to evolutionary uh, yeah. history, you know, as women age, you know, they're more, more likely to like not care quite as much about like, oh, I need that about guy money. that's in yeah. the penthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm also- Your mileage may vary, people. <laughs> I'm also, uh, um, you know, as everyone knows, I've been li- living in all 
alternative lifestyle. Um, <laughs> non-binary. non-binary for the past. And, and it, to people listening, like whatever yeah. you think that is, that's what it is. So just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just run with it. Don't ask for context. Just run with it. Um, but now, drum roll. But, well, yeah, but now I've kind of joined uh, some normalcy. <gasps> what? Yeah. Scott's officially changing his place? underwear every day. Yeah, exactly, Jeff. <laughs> I can because I can, can do that now. You can shower. Hold on. Wait, when did you start wearing what? underwear? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I I just got an apartment. Oh nice! Wow. Yeah. You guys just he did this weeks ago. I'm like, wait, you didn't tell us what? I had to wait to come on the. You know, I wanted you, to break it to where, everybody. Uh, where? In Mission, Mission uh, Los Alisos. I'm not going to give my address. <laughs> Los Alisos and Marguerite. It's you know? five five five. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. Well, stock it with beer so we can come over and drink it all. Yeah. Got some white wine chilling. Yeah, why don't we do a yeah. little, you know? Yeah, yeah well, well, you know what Zach said. Yeah. Christening. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have one chair. <clears throat> nice. Is well, it a studio? Like one bedroom? It's a one bedroom. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, now if you meet a a lady or... I couldn't afford a two night. bedroom. Are <laughs> <laughs> you... It's too so, much there. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm trying to skip over that one. <laughs> Actually, I, I bet if, if everyone who got married had individual rooms and you came together for the lovemaking and whatnot, you know, marriages might live longer. Like, well, yeah. get your own space. Oh, yeah. Queen beds haven't been around forever. Nope. Why are you guys looking at me? I don't know. You're you all may, looking at me at the same feel like time. You and You've been around forever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Historically, tell us about times with before the queen beds were around. What was it like when he had a full? Yeah, because the king, the king didn't. He slept on the king bed, and the queen slept on the queen bed. Well, boys, thanks for uh, it was alluded to. Are you shutting us off? Thanks for coming out uh, to the show on Saturday night. Hey, we had a show, and I'm gonna start playing a song. Oh man, we're just gonna we're gonna. I'm laying in bed here, rocking. Oh wow, yeah, laying in bed here and. Devious means look them up on Spotify, become a listener. If you like good indie rock, I think you're gonna like it. And we know a guy. Yeah, and maybe there'll be another show in the not so distant future. Is the band getting so we do these house shows with Andy where a bunch of his musician friends come, we play cover songs, rotating bands. It's great. Epic. And after every one of those people who are in the devious means are like oh we should do a show and so you do a show at the wayfair in costa mesa yeah now after this one is the band like getting back together more than that we don't know yet but we're not against it it was fun and it uh once you're in show shape then maintaining is easier than trying to get back into show shape so we had a blast and it was really fun to see so many people out there and uh, yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully there'll be another one that won't take four years <laughs> to happen. All right, well, Bros Bibles Beer on all the socials at Bros Bibles Beer, Bros Bibles Beer at gmail.com. That's how we met our number one non binary Calvinist fan from Sacramento. From Sacramento. And then, um, you know, Scott at Bros Bibles Beer, if you're a lady that mm-hmm. wants to check out his book collection. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah, or his grayscale phone screen. Yeah. Oh yeah. Real She's cool. like, I want a man with discipline. Let me see your phone. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And we do have 
because we're such, well, I'll just say I'm a really shitty promoter. Recently having Art on and being connected to people that are connected to him, people come up to me like in person, like, dude, do you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah, for like the last decade. <laughs> <laughs> and and then they'll, they'll come up to me in person and be like, hey, uh, man, that episode is great. I, and he, they tell me what they think. I'm like, do me a favor. Go leave me a voicemail. Anchor.fm slash pod. Like, give give us a little feedback. We can le- read on the show. That'd be fun. Read slash listen. So, do and, that, individuals that recently discovered it in person. And then tell one other person. Share it. Share it with them this week. Make it happen. Okay, Jeff, you get one word to send people off. And then Scott, and Andy, then me. One word, first word that comes to your mind. Let's sign off with a word. Greco. Yay! Goodbye. Wrestling.